Welcome, Sacramento soccer fans, to your State of the Republic podcast. I'm your host, Luis, and today I am joined by podcast mom, Sharon, and Jared. First, as usual, let's go over to you, Sharon. How's it going? And should I say good morning? Good night? I mean, you technically woke up, so good morning. Oh, geez. Well, okay. Fair, fair, fair. I can't even talk now. Fair enough. You could say whatever. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm fine. Oh, my God. Jared, how are you? I'm I'm doing good as well. Uh, for those that uh, might not have picked up, Sharon had a bit, a bit of a, what uh, we in the uh, club uh, club scene call a disco nap. <laughs> and, and believe me, I, I've had a few of them myself, and they they do help replenish and energize. So there's no shame in it, Sharon. I literally just woke up like eight minutes ago. <laughs> I don't even know what it was. Okay, we're good. We're good, well, Luis. Uh, yeah, and I'm doing good. Uh, you know, still really excited about yesterday. Lo- lots of great things that we'll be talking about, and you know, just really happy that we got a win. Uh, I I just can't remember when the last time was that I actually saw a game in person in which we won, and it's probably been easily five six games since <laughs> since that's happened. So, you know, I I don't know what it feels to actually win and actually see the team win in person, right? So I don't even know how to celebrate anymore. Hopefully. I started to get used to it now that the season's about to start. <laughs> um, it was interesting, definitely, uh, watching the team get a get a win. Yeah, that was um, that was interesting, and we didn't even have um, guys that we know could have brought more gusto. Some of our guys are not quite here yet, or they're still recovering from you know a little injury, preseason knock, or whatever. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. And and to think that, right? It's like, well, that's that's actually great. I'm really glad that that's not the case that we don't have them yet. Because if the team's already playing good, then I can't imagine how much even better we'll be when once they're around. So, if y'all didn't see yesterday on our social media, we actually recorded a little bit, and I kind of jumped between Facebook and Instagram. Facebook for like the first half, Instagram for the second half. But turns out that my phone is actually pretty good at doing lives if it's just <laughs> directly on one platform. And if it's just mine, we're not incorporating other signals or anything like that. So if you wanted to actually watch um, some of the plays from both games, just hop on both of those platforms and you can find us at State Republic 12, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to watch Emil's goal, I actually was able to capture that live <laughs> out of all the goals. So. Uh, you can help on Facebook where we record the first half. And it's, I think it's a little bit early on when, when I started recording, we didn't start like at the beginning, beginning, but we got some, some time and and I'm glad. Thank you, Jared, for actually uh, sharing that. Cause once I go live, I can't share it on my side. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, thanks for, for doing that. And, and for everyone who actually uh, hopped on there, but if you didn't, it's on there, it's also on Instagram. So you can go check it out and and just, get a glimpse of how the game was. So with that being said, now that I'm already saying a quick thank you there, how about we go into Golazos of Gratitude? And uh, first, let's go actually to you, Jared. And then we'll, because we'll, I know Sharon and I probably have lots of them. <laughs> but let, let's just start with you um, for, for this. Yeah. Well, first of all, you know, my, my first Golazos of Gratitude goes uh, to Luis and Sharon for, for being there at the match, for 
getting the uh, the live stream there because really there was no other way to watch the match uh, since Fox 40 wasn't going to be putting out a stream or nor in the club. So that was at least one way of being there for such a great preseason game. And then second, uh, of gra- uh, gratitude, which goes off the field is for the four and 20 company, uh, both in Australia and the U S for nearly 20 years, I have been waiting to get uh, what are called footie pies or traveler pies. Uh, they're, they're basically like handheld, uh, pot pie, so to speak, but they're now available at all pile at, uh, select pilot and flying J truck stops. I went there today and swooped up and got all five. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for finally bringing this to the U S. Uh, as far as locations in, uh, California, I know there's, uh, one somewhere between Sacramento and, and Turlock. So maybe Luis, if you see that pilot or flying Jay, uh, go in there and get you a couple of them Ford 20 traveler pies. Yeah. There's one in Ripon and off I five. There's one in Stockton. I think it's considered Stockton. It's like right between Lota and Stockton there. Um, so if you're coming from five or 99, there's, there's one, uh, if, if you're headed over to the 209, <laughs> you'll be able to, to see that. So, mm-hmm. Great. Well, what about you, Sharon? <laughs> um, little no, little fact from yesterday, and today is Sunday. We're recording on a Sunday, so yesterday being Saturday and the game day. Um, I had spaced out what day it was in like the whole gestalt of things. And Luis, there we were sitting there. My sister was with us, with me. She was. I was sitting between the two of you. It was her anniversary. She gave up her anniversary day to come and watch the game and to hang out and do the uh, meet the team afterwards. So, uh, you know, just a real quick gratitude to my sis for joining us and, you know, being part of the wonderful preseason friendly and then um, sticking around afterwards. And then, you know, big, huge thank you to the squad and to the, the front office for putting on the uh, meet the team event early in the season so that we could actually meet the players before the season starts. Um, and that was probably a real highlight after watching them um, win three, two against Monterey Bay FC. So um, just thanks to everybody for what a wonderful day it was yesterday. Oh man. That, that's awesome. That, that... That was awesome to hear that uh, she she made it out there. I mean, especially on her anniversary day uh, of all days. I mean, yeah, I think it was her 39th wedding anniversary to, um, you know, my brother-in-law. And, you know, I I adore him. And it was just real, real, real cool for her to show up and be there. And I really appreciated that. And we had a good time chatting. And she's always complimentary of, of Luis. She, you know, she knows that we've had like this incredible podcast for a while mm-hmm. and i forget what it was that she texted afterwards she goes oh something about uh louise is kind of like we're we almost have like a brother sister kind of relationship you know because she <laughs> watches how we are and you know it's just we get along really easily so she's very complimentary of that that was very nice so yeah, and then when she it. yeah when she meets you jared <laughs> this will be fun because she'll probably be at games I, I'm pretty sure she'll be at the end, the game at the end of March. So it'll okay. be fun. You, you get to meet her. Nice. Oh, yeah. Luis? yeah. Well, th- thank you to, to your sister, actually, while we're talking about her here. Um, 
she's really amazing too we, we've said it before um she gave me some donuts right so now they're selling donuts at the stadium I, at first I, you know i was like oh i i'll take one right i was thinking oh they're probably gonna be like super they're gonna keep me full right but they are the best donuts ever like they don't have too much bread they almost like melt in your mouth that's how amazing they are i've never had donuts like that so shout out to a team for bringing us a great donut vendor so if you, if you haven't gotten them then just get yourself some they also come with ice cream as well uh i know sharon also got a good order of those two it looked amazing uh, i'm surprised uh, the our neighboring c uh person didn't actually take one i know he said he was close to taking one but <laughs> i was yeah. surprised he didn't <laughs> those hot donuts it's funny the minute you put one in your mouth and i said they're a lot like a churu huh you know or uh, you know the not churu what am i saying <laughs> so so were they uh, just like a uh, ice cream little, sandwiches no they were like little tiny mini donuts that they would just put in a in a in a little bit a little boat and so my sister, they were closing when she was when she was there and they gave yeah. her a bunch of these donuts for free. They called her over and they said, here, we're, le- you know, we're closing up shop. Take these donuts. And so she just brought them back and she looked at us. and She goes, you guys, I just got these donuts. They're free. And Luis was like, oh, OK, I'll try one. And then she gave him the whole thing, the whole sure. carton of donuts <laughs> to write these little mini donuts. They were cinnamon oh. sugar, oh. like a churro, churro. Chur- what am I like a, ch- a churro? Yeah, yeah a little. Churro. Little, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm still fuzzy and foggy. Um, yeah, and so they were really good. And then she, she had brought me a thing that, um, and it's her anniversary. And then she brings me one of those, and it had mint chip ice cream on it and hot fudge. And like I could eat a little bit of it. It was so rich. But I will tell you, you guys, if the donut food truck is back or what i don't know if it's a food truck or a, a stand but mm-hmm. if it's there and you guys are there you got to try the hot donuts they're like oh beyond compare. yeah, yeah uh, that's 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 taking me back to the san diego match again i mean there, there was a <laughs> uh a kind of hipster type place that was taking like uh glazed donuts you know hot glazed donuts they would split it in the middle put in whatever kind of ice cream they, they have there and Ooh. i got like three of them that night yeah oh wow that sounds so good too yeah well well yeah well like i said if you guys want to get some highly recommend uh, i don't even know if a donut shop outside that does that so it's one of those really unique items that you only find during match days which is great right it's not your typical whatever item that you can find easily outside so also i want to give a, a glass of gratitude and i have a list of some people here and I'm sorry if I missed anyone. There was a lot of people yesterday and, you know, I may have missed one or two, like, but really, I also thank you as well, even if I don't mention you, just to everyone, so everyone knows as well. So I'm going to start with uh, Martha, her daughter, Jen, Tina, William, Daniel. Um, there was a guy at the store. I, I, I Sorry, man, I forgot to actually ask for your name. <laughs> I went back and I didn't see you at, at the team store, but huge shout out to you as well. Um, and again, to anyone else who I missed, because I'm sure I missed a couple of more people here. Shout outs to all of you. It's it's really great when you're walking around and people just kind of call you out and you try, have to turn around and be like, oh, hey, how's it going? Right. And, you know, getting to know some of you is really awesome. So as we always say, if you see us around, if it's me, Sharon, Jared, 
feel free to say hi, right? I mean, you guys probably know our face by now since <laughs> we've kind of made our rounds, especially with the scarves. And we still need to get Jared uh, his own scarf picture there uh, next to Tower Bridge. So um, it's it's just really great when, when you can be called out on, you can have a little conversation on the game and on things. And when you guys talk to us about the podcast and give us great comments about it, it's just really awesome. And like I always say, I mean, it, that's one of the things that drives us to like keep going with this and just keep growing. This is really hearing those things that people tell us at games. Uh, it It's worth more than an episode that can have hundreds, thousands of listens. I mean, that that's really the moment when you really feel like this is worth it. Right. People are giving us good comments. They they're telling us that they really enjoy our show. There's nothing better than that for us. So thank you so much for, for your amazing comments and we'll still be doing this and we'll still be, be around covering our team uh, as long as Sacramento Republic is around, which we hope is, is forever. <laughs> well, awesome stuff. Uh, let's get right to the game. Then uh, again, Sharon and I were there. Jared got to get a glimpse of it through some of the live stream that we did. And I, I know some of the goals have kind of been going around. I don't know if you saw him already, Jared, especially uh, Roro's goal. Quite, quite amazing. Um, so we won 3-2. You know, the result, it's a little bit like it doesn't really describe what the game was really about. And Sharon, I don't know if you agree with this or not. I feel like it should have been more. Uh, 3-2 just seems like it was a really close game but overall in the grand scheme of the game we actually had more possession and we had more opportunities like I feel like it could have easily been a 4-1 maybe 5-2 game but not just a one goal differential game but um, I'm curious to hear Sharon what what were your thoughts on the game what what stood out to you Uh, and then we'll kind of go over like the team and how we basically rated each player as well. So, so interesting. You would, you would say that, you know, you thought it would be like more of a, it felt like it should have been four one. I think initially, you know, we really put them on the rails. um, Like right away, we had our speed of play. We had our system of play down pat and it seemed like everybody was on the same page um, and that, but there were a couple, you know, I'm not, I'm not hundred percent because it didn't, it did not take long for Monterey Bay FC, even though we got a, we were ahead 2-0 at one point, it did not take them long to uh, figure a way to break us down. But remember, we're, we're missing some of our key center backs, you know, right now. And oh my goodness, and we'll get to it. But we had a, a real, a real interesting situation with uh, Dan Casey being the only experienced center back on the pitch. Um, from last year to this year and uh, we we had an academy uh, player in there and he, he was so good you know everything was good but there were there were a few little points where I don't know Luis I I actually think Monterey Bay FC figured us out pretty darn quickly I mean come on it's Frankie Yallop he's seen probably every system of play that there is in the book um, you know he, he kind of understands what was going on with Jack Gurr, you know, our two outside wide uh, wing backs are, are speedy, speedy guys out there. Um, he, I think he understood how to break us down and how to catch us sleeping. But at the end of the day, I think we could have scored more goals. And I agree with you on the scoring more goals part. Cause of, we had the rubber, we had a, we had a, a really good force of guys that would know exactly what to do to get a goal. Um, I think Rafa did a good job for Monterey Bay FC, keeping out 
um, and organizing their backline and, you know, their defensive strategy against us. But um, I, I think Monterey Bay FC may be a, a it, they may be good. I mean, granted, they're not going to have their first home match for a while, you know, because what they're waiting for state, they're going to be on the road for a bit. So that'll toughen them up. But um, I'm, I'm glad that we got a chance to see them early. Um, Jared, I know Luis was, had started the recording kind of early on from what you could tell and possession, um, that sort of thing. What, what did you see for the bits and pieces that we shared with you? We definitely created more opportunities. I mean, that was something that we have been lacking last year as far as getting in there and actually putting shots in. That's definitely increased as well as the pressure when they go on the offensive. So there has been a lot of missed opportunities from last season that look like they, if this first that preseason match I've seen so far is any indication we're definitely shoring up those holes in our defense and in our attack. So this is definitely working out great. Uh, as far as um, Monterey Bay FC, I mean, there's no doubt they're going to be a, form- a formidable team. I mean, look at Oakland last year. We underestimated them. We figured, oh, <laughs> all the stadium issues, the COVID-19 issues, that's just going to wreck them for the entire season. But they marched back and got into the playoffs and, for Monterey Bay, the fact that they've that they've got uh, Rafi and they've got uh, other folks as well, you know that, you know, I, w- I would definitely say say Monterey could be a thorn in our side this year. But uh, you know, we we can definitely work past it as we can. We we've got them a couple more times, so hopefully we'll be able to learn their system and maybe uh, work on uh, Rafi's weaknesses. Hopefully, push past <laughs> to them. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, I mean, I, I still love me some <laughs> Officer Rafi, but. You know, you're on the other side, sir. I mean, we kind of have to go against you. Yeah. So Luis said something interesting partway through um, <laughs> through the match. Um, there was a, they were pressing on us. They were in our attacking, they were in their, you know, they were attacking us in our defensive third. And then all of a sudden there was a turnover. There was a counterattack and Luis goes, whoa, did you say this? Is this did, mark me if I'm wrong? You said something like, "Wow, Rafi came out." I wish he would have done or something like, "I wish he would have done that for us more often." What did you say, Luis? Yeah, what did yeah. you say? So, so there was one play right where if Rafa would have stayed out back, it was like a one-on-one opportunity, right? So, so I did actually say like, "Oh, he actually came out," right? Like <laughs> normally, I, I, if I remember correctly, I don't remember that many times when he actually would come out of the box, right? Right. But he came out of the box, right? It was like one of those things where, like, he instinctively just came out real quick, right? Like, yeah. no second, no thought about it. No, like, you didn't get the, the whole thing where you see goalkeepers kind of go back and forth. Like, should I go? Should I not go? And then they end up just staying out back. He just <laughs> went out, just all out. Had he not gone all the way out, if I remember correctly in the play, I forgot what player was the one that could have been a one-on-one. They could have uh, easily chipped it- him or just had that just one-on-one shot. I think I don't think it was I don't think it was Douglas. I think it was um Sosa. I think it might have been a Sosa flying up the the left side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it could have been. It could have yeah, been never. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was some there's some stuff. Oh my gosh, you guys, there's <laughs> there's some stuff. We've got some we've got some sparky, spunky guys playing for us this year that um have pretty big personality. So I think it's about time we, we kind of jump into that. I mean, we could talk a little bit. We So having Roro back, 
total man of the match. I'll tell you what, if somebody could have picked a man of the match, even though Emil um, Cuello had a goal, <laughs> Rohr should have been man of the match. Um, we were talking about it a lot because not only did, you know, he score a goal, he got an assist, but he was, when he was off the field, you noticed it because Rohr was just so smart about, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's so seasoned. He knows exactly what's happening when the play is coming at him. And he also knows um, every little aspect of pressure cover balance. There were times where he himself was tracking back into a defensive, like a super defensive role. It's like, dude, I thought you were playing like, I don't know, left midfielder or, you know, attacking midfielder. And the next thing you know, he was helping in the full on defensive line because it was almost like it, it was almost like the players in the defense got confused a couple of times as to who was supposed to cover, who was supposed to um, interrupt a play. And he was breaking up plays. He broke up so many, he broke up this one attack that Monterey Bay had. It was like, literally they were mm-hmm. down our throat. And the next thing so, you know, Roro comes up with the ball and mm-hmm. it's like, how did that happen without an injury? You know, mm-hmm. he just comes up, he was coming up with these phenomenal Phenomenal things, but I have to give credit though to a lot of the other players. Um, we just got a lot of sparky, fun players to that are going to be fun to watch, and that and not everybody's even here yet. So, yeah, like Connor Donovan, I cannot wait to see him. You know, he's a, de- a central defender. Um, it'll be fun to watch. Watch Con Condon. He says he prefers <laughs> to be called Condon. Okay, gotcha. Uh, that's yes. So- no. It wasn't. It's Condon. Oh, okay. I know. Uh, I'm just saying it sounds a little <laughs> too close. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll let it slide. We'll let this one slide. Um, well, <laughs> well, speaking of slides, I'm glad that you mentioned uh, Roro's slide tackle, right? Because, yeah. man, that was so epic. Like, when he did that, I was like, ooh, you're, you're risking a little bit, right? I could have, you know, you don't, you don't know once... Sometimes those could be red. Sometimes, like you said, it could be an injury. Yeah. Or in our case, right, it could be a really amazing tackle that just stops right. <laughs> uh, what yeah, could have been exactly. a goal there. So that that was yeah. amazing, right, for Roro to do that. I mean, right. he's, we know he's a different kind of player, right? Like the guy is not afraid of, like, going up and down the field. And, you know, you never see him really standing much. Like, he's he gives it his all, right? And, yeah. you know, with the oh goal God. that he scored... Yeah. I mean, let, let's talk about that goal, right? I mean, he got just like a perfect shot, like a little touch to the ball, right? Defenders like slightly about to fall, and then he just curves it in. I mean, this no hesitation. This is so amazing. No hesitation. You know, we've got to have these guys doing first, first, first time touch, first time shot. You know, and and Rose is so good with the ball, and he's he's a master of the movement of the ball and knows exactly how to position himself to be better. Um, and I got to don't for, let's not forget about slides and slipping and the quality of the grass, because there's something I got to mention here in a second, but um, keep going after, after this goal. So I'm really glad that the team shared it too. If you guys want to watch it, just go on the team's uh, Twitter page and you guys will be able to see it. I'm glad Jared got to see it there because it it was one of those things that it's like, you got to keep this goal on video. And and I remember I even asked Sharon, like, hey, do you see a camera anywhere? Did did someone actually get a good angle of it too? And I'm glad that the team uh, got the goal because I I put on Twitter, I don't know about you guys, but to me, it's already goal of the season. 
<laughs> All right, it's in the preseason, right? But goal of the year for for the team. I mean, hopefully something tops it. I, I wouldn't doubt something tops it, but I mean, first goal we get to all see in a game, right? In a public game, and it's quite an amazing goal. So, no, oh, I I think it's going to be up there in the top three of the season. But hopefully they prove me wrong. I I think if, if Roro keeps us up, you know, with the scoring, the assists, you know, the play plugging up fires everywhere, we may have to get him one of those uh, Bombero uh, outfits because he's putting out fires left and right. <laughs> Yeah, we might have to, right? We might have to change his nickname to <laughs> to Fireman. Fireman, Roto Fireman. He fires, fires. fires well, in those I mean, shots. <laughs> yeah, he's he's going to be a really good field marshal. Um, between him and Matt um, LaGrasa, and I think when, when Duke gets back on the field and, you know, a couple of the other guys, I think we're going to see a whole different uh, level of communication on the field, and I think that will be important as well. But... Um, I kind of, I kind of want to fast forward to the next goal, but I also want to get to the goal that got scored against us because the reason there's a reason why the goal got scored against us, and I gotta talk about our turf. Oh my goodness, oh, it yeah. looked like the turf wasn't quite ready for prime time because we mm. had this issue last year with the buckling of the and the slipping. Remember, remember we were yeah. lo- like watching, and it's like wait, is that sand? Wait, no water. Wait, no. Why is the turf? So anyhow, so there's something that happens later. So um, I I just want nothing. I mean, I love the heart health park. I mean, the turf looked great from a distance, but there was something that happened that it's like, no, we better not have weirdness this season again. Hopefully not. We need a good pitch. We need to make sure that if any mistakes happen, it's a human mistake and not a grass mistake <laughs> um so the next goal that we want to talk about the 2-0 Emil Cuello getting another amazing goal right as if one amazing goal wasn't enough well we got another good one and guess who assisted Roro did right just you know if we anyone had any doubts if he would be man of the match I mean <laughs> he he clearly demonstrated there I mean really good um, communication there with Emil. I mean, th- these are the kinds of plays. If you guys go back again, it's on the team's Twitter page. But these are the kinds of things that are surely practiced right during the week too, right? They know how to like read each other well. And you know, of course, Roro didn't play with Emil because Emil just arrived last season. But I think both of them are having a really good understanding of each other. And if they keep having this connection, we're in for a really great season between these two guys because. You guys look at the goal. It was a perfect pass. And Mule just takes out a player two. And then another strikes a good, like, curb shot. Impossible for Rafi to get that one, too, just as the Roro shot was. And there you have it, right? 2-0. And, uh, you know, talk about two guys like Emil and Roro that know Rafi really well. I don't know. I'm just saying maybe they know some of his weaknesses. And they tried these shots because they clearly knew where to put the ball where he wouldn't get it. So I don't know. That, that could also be a factor. And that's that's a perk of playing against your former goalkeeper. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so Emil has, so last year we got to see him kind of come out of his shell, you know, a little bit here and there and really um, like playing for us. And I think Mark is still working with Emil to keep it simple when he's actually shooting and taking shots. And sometimes, like when I watched Emil, and he even admitted this uh, when we were doing the meet the greet, meet the team afterwards. And I says, I, I told him, I said, your warm up 
I was hollering at you because I was, you know, sitting right behind our, where we warm up at the, in the goal. Um, I was sitting right behind it and I was watching Emil's warm up and it's like, oh my gosh, I hope he doesn't shoot like that in the game because all the balls were going to either go high or, you know, they, they weren't so, so slick. And then to have him just put a laser bent laser ball in that perfect height. He did the perfect form, you know, knee over the ball, body over the ball kind of thing. Everything was his form for the shot was perfect. And it's like, okay, so I guess you can have kind of a off warm up, but then when it come in game and he even admitted himself, he goes, Oh my God, you saw my warm up. That was my worst warm up ever or something like that. <laughs> and then to have him come and pull a goal out in you know the game. And he likes being here. He sees how we appreciate him and what he does bring to the table, you know, cause he does get a little fancy and a little tricky. And we kind of like, you know, guys who mm-hmm. can touch the ball and, you know, um, have a little bit more flair because he does have quite a bit of flair on the ball. He's very comfortable on the ball and dribbling, but um, you know, having somebody who can actually put some balls in the back of the net, I think, and he's excited to do that kind of stuff. So it's nice. It's, it's really nice, but Roro. Yeah. But Roro. Yeah. Really awesome. And also I forgot to say on the first goal, right. Also, we got an assist uh, from Matt LaGrasa. Which oh yes, Matt and Roro speaking of that, and I know we were talking about it at the stadium, Sharon. These two guys, as the veteran guys, I think they're the ones that are going to step it up, and yeah, I, I think they're going to be battling each other for the captain armband. But these are two guys that I think are going to be the ones to really talk to the team, right? In moments where we're losing, they're the ones who are going to be, I think, in charge of like bringing the team together, right, and and motivating oh, yeah. the players. And I'm glad yeah. that we can say we have like two leaders who have so much professional experience already. I mean, they've gone through different clubs and gone well, through that, top and, leagues and, and all that. And even Duke. I mean, now Duke is starting to really come out of his shell. You know, he's he he used to be quite a bit more introverted and he seems to, mm-hmm. I mean, he's on the uh, the, the podcast, Sacramento's podcast, um, The Breakaway. He's been doing more interactive stuff. So he's, he's I, th- I think we've got some good, I think we've got that good chemistry for locker room and leadership. Yep. Yep. I think you're right. It's all good. But that hug at the end between um, Emil and Roro. (laughs) Oh my God. That just got me in the feels. That one right there. That got me in the feels, Um, you know, rewatching that and having it get caught by social media and, and posted. That just says the world. That just says the world. Yeah. And now it's just a matter of, you know, Roro doing everything he can to just stay super healthy, you know, give what you can. If we've got the team up two goals ahead or, you know, it's kind of like when we're two goals ahead, what's the subbing look like it in the 60th minute, you know, because at the end of the day, when you have more than one person that can fulfill that role, you you let your you let your veteran take a minute. You know you have to be very judicious with guys like that to uh, keep them around for just when you need them, kind of a thing. So I you know I we're going to be scoring early in most of our matches. I can guarantee you if if we don't, I'll eat my words. I don't know. I'll figure a way to eat my words somehow. If my words became cupcakes, I would eat them. There we go. If we're not scoring early. Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think this this could be a hearkening back to, to the good old days when we were uh, scoring at will, I mean, <laughs> especially against teams like uh, 
Portland Timbers too, which I know they're no longer with us. Uh, but I mean, just the fact that we, we could just score repeatedly on them with the firepower we have this, this season, you know, we, we could well be scoring early. So we might want to tell the fans, you know, like get your drinks and food, you know, like before mm. the game starts, cause you <laughs> might miss something. Yeah. Like Sharon missed the third goal too. There, there's one there. <laughs> um I, I was close to missing it too i gotta say i mean it was a penalty kick and right as soon as i got to my seat i i see him get ready to like kick the penalty kick and i'm like well this is this is the best way to get back to your seat is be able to catch a <laughs> a pk about to be shot and you know be able to actually record it on your phone right <laughs> right when you get to the seat there but yeah i, I mean the whole first half like i mentioned before if you keep that same team, I understand. I know, Sharon, you were saying for the second half, it wasn't the same thing. Monterey started to have a little bit more opportunities. But with the team that initially started the match, if you keep that team throughout most of the game, right? Now we're thinking more like regular season games. I think we easily win the match. Like easily. Uh, I mean, we they, everything was working out perfectly. In reality, I mean, yes, they had a goal in the first half. Didn't happen until the 43rd minute, and it was off a corner kick, a mistake, but I think it was one of those lucky shots they had that uh, Saldana really couldn't do much. Oh. No one expected it, but, you know. Okay, Saldana couldn't do much. Was that the one where he slipped? Because no, the turf was... The, the, this was the first one, the one at the oh, end of okay. the first half. First yeah. yeah, the second one, yeah, you know, <laughs> what happened there? But the first one, you know, it... It was one of those lucky shots, but again, didn't happen till the very end. And that was really the only opportunity they really had. Yeah. Right. Throughout. I mean, it was it was a Sacramento show to, throughout the first uh, 40 sec- second minute up to, up until that point. We were just thinking, like, this is going to be a completely dominated game by us. Right. And I, I wasn't surprised if we would have won again 4-0, 4-1 up until that point, because things were going so great. and. Again, you all saw Roro was inspired and uh, the other players were just playing really great as well. So I'm really excited just when Marius on the first half. And I'm sure the coach is probably going to be repeating the starting lineup for Saturday's game. Right. Yeah, I mean, there may be some tweaks here and there because, I mean, we're we're going to be taking on El Paso and, and they were definitely tough that last year. Uh, but then again, you know, we've got uh, Nick Ross, who was playing for them, but mm. But let's also remember they did uh, pick up uh, Evan, you know, for our our old boy for, from quite mm-hmm. a while back. So they they could, they could, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, that kind of is, you know. But let's face it, he's he's not well. Goalkeepers can last until their late thirties. Evan has a good eye for the game. That's for sure. He has a good eye for the game. Yeah, there, so, there's been there's been a reason he was in the MLS for for as long as he was uh, since he left us. So right. We'll we'll see how how uh, goes on Saturday. Yeah. So Nick Ross was wondering if because uh, we were joking around <laughs> with him if we were gonna Nick Ross the boss. He kind of was like, "Is that gonna stick? Is that what you guys are gonna call me?" And it's like, "Yeah." I said, "Well." You started it, Jared, and I think I gave you credit. (laughs) We're just going to, it's going to be Nick Ross, the boss. And he's like, you know, I I don't think he minds. We're going to have to give him some chains, though. We're just going to have to give him some chains. (laughs) Um, For a picture, yeah. That would be. Yeah. Meme meme time. Meme time. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> we um, we already got a hashtag going every day he hustling. <laughs> <laughs> and and he was hustling, I gotta say. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the, he the, was. the guy the guy who had a good game as well. Um, yeah, he, he did. He the the did. guy that I have to say that really stood out to me though, and Sharon was not joking last Saturday too, was Jack Gurr. Oh my god. The, the guy, and I gotta tell him <laughs> at the Meet the Team event too. I was like, man, you were like just on and off. I know, Sharon, there was one point where you're like, he was kind of sitting right, and you were like insisting that he like stand up. You're like, all right, come on, you're good. You're gonna just stand up. So I gotta say, there was that little tiny mistake, Twice. right? He could have stood up real quick. But, Twice. Uh, Twice he flopped, <laughs> and it wasn't, he was waiting for defenders. I will tell every defender this you better not flop. If you're, if you're not mortally wounded, you freaking get your butt up and you get back in the game. Because if the referee doesn't blow that whistle for you, like you're wanting it. And the one time he did the second flop he did, we were playing, we had the advantage. And had he gotten up, we would have been able to have a, a, a better uh, situation at the in play. And that, that ticks me off. So Jack, if you're listening to this, no defense if you, if, if you're not hurt, you know, and you're not in the attack hour where we're full on in the attacking third and you're trying to draw a free kick, you can flop there, but do not, whatever you do, do not flop midline, do not flop in the, you know, two thirds of our field, the back line. Don't you dare go down. He gets right up and then he just keeps playing. He was waiting for the, you know, referee sympathy card, but his play when he is on, dude is like a rocket. He's solid. Um, he, Everyone loves him. Everyone loves him. Everybody on the team loves him. He's he's nails. But I will tell him this: if he keeps doing that, he's going to be. I'm going to. We're going to be on Luis when we're sitting there, right right next to him in 106 or whatever. We're going to be yelling at him. We're going to be yelling, "Get up!" Yeah. So so for those that that uh, might that might think too long didn't read, we'll put it this way: we may be next door to Raging Waters, but this is a no flip flop zone. We'll put it that way. That's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it, right? I'm sorry it took so long to get it out, how I feel about, you know, players flopping. Who was the other one, um, Luis, we mentioned? There was a, um, uh, the last year we had two lazy strikers that didn't work both sides of the ball. And we saw a little bit of that coming out of uh, Douglas yesterday. And you and I were like, oh, this is not going to work. What was the other? uh, what was his name? Keysweater. Yeah, Keysweater. Oh, yeah, Jerome Keysweater. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And and we were like, oh no, Douglas, no, you don't get to just kind of like watch everybody else drop back on defense while you kind of take your time. So I will I will put that one out there. That marker <laughs> is out there. You know, Douglas, work your way back. Get back in. You, you don't want to be in offside position mm-hmm. if all of a sudden the the play changes and now we've got the attack again get back get your butt back if we need to get you out running more you run you know so that you can get yourself back you run which he had the penalty he's the one who took it too and yeah and it was well, well kicked him. glad that he got him. it uh, you know uh, he he's been a really top goal scorer in the past yeah. uh, if you guys go and, and check his stats and so he seems really promising and we i know in the past we've gotten some strikers that Mm, they don't have as great stats, right? And so that that's why I have high hopes with this guy too, right? And he's all he's also gotten called up by the Honduras national team as well and the senior national team. 
So that, that really speaks volumes of his talent. And, you know, I, I think like the Sharon said, right. He just needs to improve on, on that note. Right. Make sure you're not in offsides, make sure you fall back. Right. We, we want players who <laughs> make sure that they, they fall back often, especially when, when we need more players out back. Um, but I have no doubts that as the season goes by, I think he's going to just get more used to the team and whatnot. And we're going to hopefully see a, uh, the version of Douglas that we saw with other teams and hopefully even better as well, because he's got a more talented squad, I think, than any other squad he's been at. So really hoping that that happens there um, as well. So um, the meet that the, just one real quick thing about Jack Gurr. Um, I was hanging out at the end, you know, it, we were just uh, flapping our jaws. It was Condon. It was uh, Vinny. Um, uh, Danny, v, Danny V and oh gosh, there was a couple of other players standing around. It could have even been Jack. No, he was, he wasn't there at the moment. There were a couple of other guys and, and I, Jared and I gave you all the credit. Um, they were talking about Jack Gurr and I said, yeah, he's really got moves like Jack Gurr. And they all sat there for a second and then they looked at me and they go, oh my God, that's a new one. We haven't heard that one. And they're like, they're going to use that one. I said, I can't claim credit. I said, you may have only heard it first right now from my mouth, but I'm not going to take credit. I said, our, one of my podcast buddies, Jared thought of that one and they, <laughs> that one is sticking with them. They said, it took us a second to yes. hear it. And then when they heard it, they were like, Oh, that's the best. So they, they really appreciated that. So Jared, Thank you for thinking of that one. I think that's the one. I think that is the na- name that they like the best right now. For him. Well, I guess that means may- maybe during warm-ups, we may have to get one of those Bluetooth speakers and just kind of uh, bump some Maroon 5 ahead of time or something. Or we You let, read my mind. <laughs> yeah. Or we let our friend Connor Sutton tell the production folks up in the booth that uh, they got to throw that one on there for, uh, for, you know, just casually for a warm up, um, and have uh, like when it says it would be great if the whole stadium would do this one thing, right. As you know, rune five was singing, he's got moves like, and then they cut the song out and we finish Mm. it. Jacker. And, you know, like, especially if he does something good or, you know, whatever. He scores a goal, right? They, that's a must yeah. if he scores a goal. like just... That would be. Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah. Oh, I so... could I could just hear it now. Like, if oh the whole God. stadium was just saying it, imagine, like, Jacker. And, right. And they keep, yeah. And then <laughs> Maybe, like, two music. times. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because that repeats, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> that would be just awesome. Connor. Connor. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta tell your production booth, even if it is during warmups that they, that they play that one, because now there's like five guys that know <laughs> why that song would be being played. And if, oh, that would just be like this great inside uh, baseball inside secret thing that we all would know. And then it'd be like, you guys, you guys wait for the song. It's going to come on. <laughs> and then I don't know. I, I guess we're dreaming if we we're in charge. Man, we'd have so much fun with these guys. You know, I know this is their, you know, work. This is their go to briefcase, you know, day, work day. But it's our play day when we get to go see these guys play. So, and Connor, if if you aren't listening, if you make this happen, I'll be sure to get you one of the little cakes from Rayleigh's to go along with that ghost pepper. 
<laughs> if, if, if you could, if you can get that done. <laughs> oh, 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 that's gonna be Connor. so great when we yeah. when, when that happens. Yeah, it's man, that'd be so cool. Oh, it's Rune gonna be awesome. <laughs> He's got moves like Jagger. <laughs> I, I think we we need to start thinking of nicknames for other players, right? I know we have now a couple of them here, right? But there's still some players that we haven't really put a nickname to them, but we should have each one right each one should be baptized with their own nickname so <laughs> i almost i almost want to say if they're playing on the same shift maybe uh, zeko and K- kiko we could probably nickname them the wonder twins oh god <laughs> keko has such a good uh command of the ball he's so smooth and fluid um he because w- he got subbed on was it for roro right uh, i believe i think it was yeah 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 i'm pretty sure it was for roro um but he's just, he's so, he's so fluid, you know, he drifts, he has a nice, he drifts away from pressure and, you know, he anticipates he's, he's got that, he's got that style of play that um, is, is going to be pretty to watch, very pretty to watch his style of play. That'll be fun. Yep. Yeah. I'm really excited to see more of him too, right? Especially with this uh, La Liga experience. Yes. It's going to be really awesome. Um, I have to make a comment with the Meet the Team event, though. Um, it, it's kind of funny how we saw Keiko. You know, I, I was in line with uh, Martha and Jen. Sharon comes by as well. Um, Keiko just comes by, greets us too. At first, I didn't really recognize him, right? We're still trying to get used to the players and, and who they are and all that too, right? Because he's wearing like a jacket and and whatnot. And so, you know, we, we start talking uh, and something really impressive and Sharon I'm sure I mean you mentioned it too as well right he remembered Sharon from the previous time they had met remember her name yes. whatnot they yes. exchanged phone numbers and now she's going to be showing him around Elk Grove Sacramento well, was, and well okay get this <laughs> he just he just asked if I oh, I shouldn't let all this out he just asked if I had uh the, he was looking for some a service a specific service and I was like oh okay and I don't have the specific service that he was looking for, but I know that my neighbors would recommend. And so I immediately got a, you know, information and a phone number and sent it to him so that he has it. And he's like, Oh, Hey, thanks, whatever. And it was like, it's, it's so nice. It's so nice, you know, and it's nice to also. Yeah. And I was trying to speak a little bit of Spanish and, (laughs) um, you know, the fact, the fact that he also knows how to, uh, Oh no, that was the, uh, another player that knew how to speak Cotillion. Um, the new guy oh, that was Viader, also known. We got a few new ones. <laughs> so it's it's Viader, and here's a nickname for everyone. I baptize oh, yeah. him as Darth Vader. Yeah, because yes, because his initials are yeah. I I think Darth Vader works, even yeah. though it's Viader. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah. it sounds it sounds a little bit like, and then and yeah, like you said, his initials DV. So I mean, I he just blend himself. <laughs> We'll just have to leave the lightsabers at home because I don't think home uh, the uh, stadium folks w- would allow those in. So no. Oh but, yeah. Oh, yeah. Place. I mm. mean, but they might allow a flashlight. I don't know because you know we do have night games. Anyhow, <laughs> so yeah, we had a good time moving off the game and moving into the meet the team event. I mean, the game was the game, um, and it was. It ended, everybody seemed happy. You know, they were pleased. It did fall apart towards the end. Not fall apart, 
um, you know, there was a lot of subbing, you know, now you've got a lot that you've got to let some of uh, the other players get some playing time, get some, you know, grass under their cleats. Um, and, and that was cool, but it just felt a little, I don't want to say the word panicky, but um, you know, because they were clinging to a three, two lead and it stayed that way that it held all the way to the end of the match. Um, but I will say this is something I wanted to say in the very beginning, but I didn't want to give it away. Um, and you may have even heard us on the live feed say, um, oh, my God, who is that? OK, that's an academy player. Oh, my God. Oh, he reminds me his dad. Ryan Suarez is his dad. He runs just like his dad. Suarez, mm-hmm. Suarez, Diago Suarez. I will say, watch that name. Look for that name in lights. Thiago Suarez is going to be money because he was money for us. He reminded me, uh, I don't know who he reminded me of, due to 16, and he came in and played like a full-grown man. Um, you know, he I think he understood the assignment. He was listening hard. Dan Casey was totally bossing him around. All the guys in the back were really making sure that Thiago wasn't lost, and he did a really good job. And then another, I think another academy guy came on. Um, towards the end for Dan. Um, but it was like, I, I think we have a deep pool when we need it. You know, yeah, Nabi would be great to have back. You know, he went through our system and he 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 knows the assignment, but we have Thiago now. He he's no uh last man, but I'll tell you what, the kid's a smart player and he knows he knows his assignment. So something to look forward to as the season unfolds, when we need somebody like him in the back line, we can rely on him. He's a soccer brain. I mean, I know his dad, his dad's an incredible player. And, you know, even though he's older now and he's in the coaching ranks or I'm not sure what his dad is doing anymore, but still it was pretty impressive. What do you think about Thiago, Luis? I I was really impressed as well, especially for being his first, uh, game at home right with all the home fans it felt like the guy had already been playing for us for a couple of matches and it's really awesome when you could say that about the academy guys and so i'm really glad that we do have someone who seems like he's going to be great because like you said we're kind of struggling out back right waiting for a couple of players i think we got some in injury as well so it's good to see the academy players step up because at the end of the day we rely on them uh, especially when we have injuries, as we've known in the past. And, you know, again, I always say this, it's just always really amazing when they get to give Academy guys an opportunity because, you know, we see where players are at, like Hayden now joining DC United. Oh, which, my God. Uh, yeah. Quick shout out to Hayden, by the way. He joined our Instagram uh, live feed. Uh, that was really awesome to see him, uh, you know, just to be on there for he, a couple of minutes. Even in just a couple of minutes, you know, that was the heartstring to home. For him to be able to just see the Heart Health Park and to see what was going on, you know, even if he was only watched it just for a minute or two, he he felt home. You know that that had to have felt good for him to be able to see home again. Yeah, and I was also impressed. I mean, the little that we saw from the other academy guys, right? Um, and you know, again, we're still trying to get to know who they are, their names, but it was basically number forty three to number forty six. They actually went in order. I think even forty seven, but don't quote me on that one too. But uh, there seem to be some interesting, you know, uh, academy players that we're going to have to keep a lookout on for this season. Because, again, if you have more talented players, great. 
that just means we have a more robust team that isn't always going to depend on the first team guys being healthy because we know injuries happen. Uh, it sucks to say, but they're probably going to happen often this season, especially when you have uh, a jam-packed uh, calendar now with open cup as well. And who knows how far we'll get in that as well. So lots of games going on and you want to make sure that, that you have uh, plenty of players that are up to a task to, you know, play for the team whenever they're called upon and, uh, you know, go to all these away games that we're going to be having since we're going to be doing a lot of traveling, especially on the East Coast. So uh, I'm glad that we, we got to see them. And this is the opportunity, right, with the friendlies, because now, uh, you know, now it's the real deal this Saturday. So there's yeah, that. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, it's against um, um, Nick Gross, the boss's former team. But, you know, at the end of the day, Nick knows where his bread is buttered. It's here now. He's here now. He loves the fans. I'm sure, you know, who doesn't, we were, even though we were sparse, we were loud. Um, and mm-hmm. so they, they know that we support them. And the fact that we all, that they got to meet all of us and got a chance to see all of us, I think that really helps kick the season off. Right. Um, you know, but did we finish our, our conversation about how wonderful it is to have Kecko on the team? <laughs> it's like, and all these other guys, I mean, like literally yeah. we could go down the, we could go down the list and say, you know, Carlos did great in goal. He was, he commanded performance, the one slip. Okay. We'll, we'll forgive him, you know, wearing the wrong shoes or whatever, or having his weight poorly distributed, but whatever, we don't care, you know, and then we got to meet um, Lee Desmond who just literally came in. I mean, he literally just got landed, right? He he just got to town, correct? Or was that, or was that um, um, Darth Vader, Vader? Uh, Darth Vader, actually. Darth Vader. He, he yeah, he was just down. Yeah, he was the latest signing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Um, so yeah, so they've had these guys have had. Um, quite the experience getting, getting here, number one, and then, you know, getting on the field, number two. Um, Sosa, great player. We're going to have so much fun with him. Um, Dan Casey is Dan Casey, and he's so happy to have his fellow um, Irishman with him mm-hmm. um, so that we can have, we were talking in a few podcasts ago about don't you dare make <laughs> our Irishman mad you know, because they are Irish and they, you don't want to get their temper going. But I think Dan is pretty level-headed. I don't see him being, you know, goofy or silly. And uh, and then, of course, my favorite, Luis Felipe. We, uh, I, I can't believe I even said it out loud to him about who we thought we were, was going to get the first yellow because I complimented the fact <laughs> that we've got both Matt LaGrasa and him now as D-mid kind of guys. And it's like, okay, so we have like this weird contest. <laughs> you don't want to win it. You know, I told Louise, you don't want to be the, you don't want to win this kind of a contest. We have one going is who of you and Matt is going to draw the first yellow in season. And Louise goes, yeah, you're right. I don't want to win that contest because <laughs> he can't shake the thing that happened last season with the 14 yellow roses. I mean, it's like, you just, how do you get away from that reputation? You, you just can't. So you just got to wear it. You know, it's, it's like, it is what it is. And Matt LaGrasse, he's a hard man too. I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna stand you up and you know, some of this stuff's going to look goofy, but whatever. Oh gosh. And then Rafa, um, he, uh, not Rafa goalie, but our <laughs> Rafa, um, Waregi, uh, he, I talked to him and I said, 
yeah, it was funny. And he goes, I had to grab that guy. That was my only choice. And it was like, it's okay. It's okay. You can get the yellow. It's cool. I said, that guy got by you. He, and, and that was your only choice, you know, to prevent an attack. And he goes, yeah, he goes, I had to draw the yellow. And it's like, that's cool. That's cool. But he did it. You know, it's like, it was really blatant. (laughs) He wrapped his arms, he wrapped his arms around a dude and literally just spun him and he wouldn't let go. And it's like, okay, I think you're getting a yellow dude. He got a yellow. But yeah, it was fun. And it was good to see Mario get a, a little spin on the on the turf and watch his his footwork. I swear to God, that kid was not born in the USA, you know, with the way he plays the ball and how confident he is with the ball at his feet, you know. Um, he just he's a whole different breed of player, and I'm I'm hoping to see good things out of him this season. So it will be it will be fun to see all all the guys and how they gel and you know, having Malik get healthy again, darn it. You know, he'll be out for a little bit, kind of got a little nasal thing going on. So hopefully we'll, we'll see him soon. Yeah. I, I got to give a shout out to Matt LaGrasa. Like you mentioned him earlier, like really great guy. I'd never met him before too, but as we all know, he's, he's the local guy from Elk Grove and coming back to us. And you could tell how happy he was to be able to be back home and playing back for his hometown club. And we we're just talking about how, <laughs> things have changed throughout the years and you know i mean he's he's seen a lot of things right and and the team is changing for the best and you know we're always improving each year there's always different things going on and so it, it's just really great i i let him know that we're going to be doing this little like little segment little series right where his parents are going to be uh talking about him and you know sharon's going to help coordinate all that so we can you know, get a little bit more insights on, you know, how, how it was for Matt to make it to MLS and in just his road there and then coming back to us and, and whatnot. And got the chance to meet his parents as well, by the way, Sharon, uh, which yep. is re- really awesome too. And so it's going to be really cool. So everyone just be on the lookout sometime during the season, we'll be working uh, on that too. And Matt knows about it. He's like, Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah so, um yeah so that, that should be really interesting we're we're gonna um just give you guys all an insights on who matt is for everyone who isn't aware maybe everyone who became a fan uh just recently uh, years after he left so really cool stuff and thank you sharon for helping us coordinate that that's gonna be yeah, really awesome we're working on it you know as long as we uh you know don't run into any roadblocks and you know so hoping hoping this uh this year's worth you know, interviews or backstory, you know, anything that, that we can gather is um, easy peasy and we can move forward and continue with a fan perspective. And, you know, Luis and Jared, I would, I would love to get, uh, have a chance to interview people um, this season. Uh, we didn't really get the opportunity last season. So um, yeah, hoping, hoping to do a little bit of that, a little more of that. Yeah, well, we're going to yeah. be working on those two, and so uh, we're uh, our goal really is to have some players uh, join us after games, and not literally after games, but whenever we do our match recaps, we're going to have them on a couple of minutes, give their thoughts uh, on the game too, and you know just anything that went on in a game, we'll have to uh, figure out who we ask if we can have on. But we want to give you guys a different experience, and you not only will hear us talk about the game, but also hear it from a player, possibly two, but at least one player's perspective on on the match and, you know, whatever it is, a goal, uh, just a, a game-saving 
whatever, right? It'll it'll be yeah, um, just it, something. It's, it's it's something definitely that to aspire to this year, and you know, so cross your fingers, we can we can crack that nut and 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 offer that. So we'll we're working on all that behind the scenes. Trust us. But overall, it was a great experience. Uh, actually, one more one more player. I got I can't forget about this guy too, Rodrigo Lopez. I mean, it's always really awesome when you get to talk to him, and he, he's just the most awesome player we have on the squad, right? Not that we have to play favorites, right? But the guy will talk to you like he's known you for years, and super easy to uh, talk to and whatnot, and always a fan favorite right and we're always one that is one to go above and beyond for fans for anything right autograph just to talk to you for a couple of minutes there and it's really cool when you can have your star player actually be you know a down-to-earth person who is is always willing to talk to fans so huge shout out to him he's, he's really awesome yeah Luis, you are correct 100 percent um, Roro knows Roro knows what it's like to make that connection you know he knows that that you know we thrive as fans we thrive on on having that connection with the players and having something a little bit more personal um and he's a really good he sets a really good example for the rest of the guys to just hey these are these are people that love watching you work you mm-hmm. know and he's going to say these fans like to watch us work and you know they're doing their job of you know performing on the field as pro athletes and they know that the fans love that otherwise it wouldn't be there so he gets it Roro gets it 110 percent. he's always he's always understood that aspect he's always been he's always been very cultivating of fans so let's talk about what's happening what's coming up this weekend a little bit of our schedule um I see uh, uh in the background here just so you know what we do what Luis does is he cues up different things for us to take a look at that we can see even though you can't see it while <laughs> you're listening to a podcast we're looking at the schedule right now and so Luis has pulled up for March March 12th at 7 p.m. at Heart Health Park tickets are available oh my goodness everybody get your ticket even cheap seat ticket get it you can't go wrong there are still plenty of seats available um, you know, single, if you go to just a single ticket, if, uh, on the right-hand side up there, all of a sudden other, other seats will pop up as available. So if, even if it's a single, if it's a double, it's quad, there are seats available. So get yourself a, get yourself a ticket. If you haven't already made up your mind to, you know, to come to the game, let's go, let's watch some good soccer. Let's cheer these guys on. <laughs> yeah. Tickets start at $16. You have a couple of different options there. Um, if you want to spend a little bit more dollars, I highly recommend getting some uh, mid-level seats. You know, you're looking at paying the starting pay at $32. Uh, there's actually some pretty good uh, selections in like section 208, 204 for $32. You still have a pretty good view uh, of the or game. Or go there to midfield. the other side. Yeah. Or that's true. You go to the other side and they actually start at $26. And yeah. yeah. You get a good view, especially being a night game, right? Some won't be an issue. So. Uh, enjoy it right now right because we know when summer hits around you maybe don't want to be as much on that side right unless you have a a good hat and (laughs) it's it's not so bad you know the game started eight o'clock when the you know thick of summer hits uh i think what in june june july and august the game times Mm -hmm. are at eight um unless they're a a midday game there's a couple weirdos out there like not jared but when jared comes to town um (laughs) hello jared are you a weirdo (laughs) 
depends on, on your definition. Okay. All right. But when Jared <laughs> comes to town, that's a that's another afternoon game. That's a two o'clock. Is it two o'clock start? March 27th or whatever date that birthday thing falls on. It yeah, is. That's a two o'clock, yeah. And I'm already thinking, and I've seen a couple of videos of it, maybe having a cu- couple uh pregame mimosas over there. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I will be staying by Rayleigh's and a Safeway, so I'll, I'll definitely be good for getting set up. You know, I think I think you probably don't have to even do a single thing of setup. I think all we do is just let Tower Bridge Battalion know it's your birthday, you want mimosas, and boom, they will show up on the tailgate. So don't you worry about a thing, young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who knows? Maybe uh, something with the club, too. We'll, we'll see. I mean, oh. how often... How often do you turn 43 uh, on match day and you're on there? So day. Exactly. Yeah, we may have to. Uh, I'm sure they can make you a mimosa. I mean, my goodness. Or do they have sparkling wines? I don't know that they have sparkling well, wine. And- well, what I'm planning on doing in the video that I've seen, and yes, I know it's a little overboard, but I've seen someone take like one of those uh, Florida's natural bottles and like probably ha- like half the orange gone, just kind of cut a hole in the orange bottle, you know, orange juice bottle. And then put in the bottle so that way it's a mimosa shotgun. Oh, oh. heavens to Betsy. Wow. <laughs> see, that's what I'm going to make special about it. <laughs> I see. All right. Special mimosas. Got it. Well, bring your tums because orange juice can be really hard on the stomach. <laughs> that's, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm getting the no pulp orange juice. So that way there's less mm. acid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're pre-gaming. <laughs> <laughs> already are talking about how the pregame and all that other good stuff's gonna go i love it this is so cool oh yeah already. we can't wait for march 27th and uh you know make sure that jared has a a birthday to remember as well yeah. we're gonna uh have on, on yeah, that but day there's, yeah so so where are we after we have our home our home opener so uh, after, what san yeah. diego yeah, so we make the trip out to san diego after the home opener on the 19th the following saturday and then of course <laughs> Sunday, uh, March 27th, yeah. also there. So uh, tough opponents, right? I mean, it's not going to be an easy start to the season. Uh, and especially, you know, starting it off playing against El Paso, who if we look at some of their past games, uh, apparently three of their friendly games were canceled. According to Google, I might be wrong, but I, I did some digging and I didn't see any like scores. So they were supposed to play against uh, Houston, Sporting KC, uh, Bravos de Juarez from Liga Mekis, and those three games were canceled, but they did play a friendly against New Mexico towards the end of February, which mm. they lost 3-1, but this one was actually a really shocker to me. They actually yesterday had a friendly against San Antonio. They Ooh. beat them 7-0. What? No. San Antonio must have just put all their academy players on the field. What? No. I don't know what happened there, but... <laughs> Maybe we might be seeing a different San Antonio this year, or I don't know. Or a different I, El Paso locomotive. What the heck? I just hope they beat the ass off of Mitchell. <laughs> I mean, well, with I the 7 0 score? I don't want Shannon Gomez. I don't want the bad things to happen to Shannon Gomez. So I, you know, I, I'm kind of hoping. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I wish there was a little bit more of a write up on that game. You know what happened? Seven nothing though. I mean, I'm surprised uh, good old Jr. didn't uh, uh, do the play by play on that match. <laughs> wow. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean that that's 
definitely really shocking. And it is true. You go on their Twitter page, 7-0. Uh, yeah, that that's that's what it was. It was 7-0. So. Ofer <laughs> uh, must have yeah. been visiting the match. I mean, given everybody in El Paso a goal. Oh, my God. You get a goal. <laughs> yeah, everyone got a goal, literally, with that everyone one. Yeah, got a goal. So. I mean, yeah, is there anything yeah. on San Antonio's um, page about the game on their Facebook? Anything about uh, what happened in the match? Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. So halftime, they were 4-0 down oh, uh, and then 7-0. I mean, not that much. I think when the team loses 7-0, they're like, let's just not even really talk too much about the game. <laughs> it they're pulling a Las Vegas. They're pulling a Las <laughs> Vegas uh, post-game show. Yeah. <laughs> Which, for, uh, l- lucky for them there were no spectators or broadcast so yeah they, they could say it didn't happen right they could pull the whole you know pictures or it didn't happen moment yeah yeah <laughs> well i mean you never know when something like that occurs i mean it could have been that you know maybe maybe san antonio yeah i don't know i'm making excuses for san antonio because i mean when we played um against bay cities not bay cities uh fresno when we played fresno we were subbing in, you know, everybody, everybody had a chance to get on the pitch. And I honestly thought, you know, the first, after watching the first like 15 minutes of, of that friendly, it's like, Oh, we're going to just cream them. And we didn't, um, you know, it didn't happen that way because we were subbing a lot of different players on and off and trying out different things and had to pull Dan Casey at 45 minutes kind of thing. So um, yeah, it's going to be a definitely in soccer, there's a winner and a loser. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's a draw. You just never know what what's going to happen. Somebody, you know. Yeah. And, and then there's Fifty Shades of Ow My Buttocks. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so interesting seven uh, 0 there. By the way, just a quick thing. Uh, we might be doing a live show this Friday as a preview to the match for. Um, Saturday too. It might be with some fellow fans of El Paso who also do a podcast. Um, I'm going to see if it works out for them. And if it does, then hopefully we get some more insights if they can let us know more about how the, their team is doing and, and whatnot. So uh, just be on the lookout. Not 100% sure might or might not happen, but if it does happen, uh, we'll let everyone know um, maybe by Wednesday, Thursday, but just keep an eye out. If it does happen, it'll be on on Friday. Perfect. Yeah, we just have we just have to bear in mind that uh, more than likely they're going to be two hours ahead of uh, California and this will be the weekend of the time change. So just oh. be- bear, bear in mind that uh, for, for understanding. Oh um, yeah. Th- yeah, th- that's true. So we'll, we'll see if, if we can make that happen, but throughout the season, I think it's my plan uh, there's, you know, other, other teams have their own podcasts or just like supporter groups and whatnot. So um, it's my kind of goal to see if we can get some of them, uh, to be with us during preview matches, right? <laughs> Better to be with us during preview than after, because regardless of who wins, might not want to talk to, oh, <laughs> to the yeah. other team or talk about the game with them. Um, but definitely with preview matches, so everyone can get a little more insights on what their team brings to the table and what they could tell us about their team. So uh, just be on the lookout for that, uh, as as we might have them on on the podcast or on live shows on on our socials. So looking at their squad, um, you know, lots of interesting players, right? As we mentioned last season, they did pretty good. Uh, Although Oakland did, you know, knock him out in the playoffs too, which was a shocker 
for all of us too, right? But if we look at regular season, we know we played against them. We had a hard time. We lost the way. And, you know, historically, we haven't done as great against them. And so, you know, that, that that's one thing there. And they do have a lot of players. And definitely, you know, I know Jared mentioned uh, Eben Newton, who was our former goalkeeper. He's on loan from the Whitecaps with them. But the other player, I think, that really stands out as the dangerous player we need to be on the lookout for is uh, Cristiano Francois. We recall him from the Reno days. That guy was dangerous up front. My goodness. So yes. got to watch yep. out for him. And, and yep. he, he recently signed with them too. So so they're spending a, a couple bucks. They are spending a couple of bucks to get to get these guys. So interesting. El Paso actually has money. They, they actually, they, they got money to go around too. If anyone's aware of their uh, ownership group. Yeah. These people, these people have a lot of money. I'm surprised they haven't brought in more and more um, well-known players there, but yeah, they, they, they want to spend, <laughs> they want to have a really competitive team. So. Well, it's interesting. Sometimes, you know, I, I, you can, a lot more happens with chemistry than it does with like really swell players. Um, look at what's happened to, I hate to do this, Manchester United. They have Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the top players in the world, and <laughs> they're tanking. <laughs> you know, sorry, Justin Dubois, but it's the truth. And I'm like, was, I still am. I mean, I still have such a soft spot in my heart for Man U. You know, it's Alex Ferguson days, but listening to a podcast that Carlton Cole is on, he predicted that Man U will not even come close to winning for 10 years. They're they're in a total, yeah. So they won't ever win the league for at least ten more years. So it's like, huh? And they have some of the better players in the world playing for them. So chemistry says a lot. Um, coachability. I mean, this is one of the things that um, I think with with Mark with the team this year, they're all his choices. These are all his guys. So mm-hmm. I think coachability is big time. They're handpicked. So I think we're going to see, no matter who our opponent is, we're, we're, we're going to see something different this year. My hunch. Yeah. And we could already um, kind of tell from just how they played in this preseason friendly that things are going to be good. And, you know, let's consider it was a preseason friendly, but if you see a good team that's drilling well together, it just, it hypes us up for Saturday and what we can expect. And again, hopefully we repeat the same starting eleven as we did with this friendly. So we can see great stuff there too. One last thing before we um, end tonight's show, we got to give a prediction, right? I know last season we did it sometimes, but I think we're going to do a new thing here amongst us three. Oh, Jared. We're going to see who gets the most results, who gets the most. And we're going to have to talk about it uh, ourselves like kind of like, you know, on, on the backstage offline, but we can figure out, you know, whoever oh wins, God. the other two got to actually maybe pay like a dinner in their choice of dinner in town. I'll get you a Jamba Juice, son. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, whatever we want to go with, right? But the two Look. losers got to actually pay something to the winner. Got to, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, put, we'll put a value or something, but... Yeah, Wait, maybe tickets to a game. Is this the season when we collect all the stats? Is this an end of season thing? Or Th- is this, this a- every single week thing? 
this is an end of season thing. Oh, yeah, that, that's why. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it feels like yeah, I was gonna say. Out of, yeah, no, this is a whole. So we're gonna tally up all the games, all thirty-four, and we'll we'll keep it to just the regular season, right? All thirty-four yeah. regular season games. Whoever gets the most right, the other two gotta actually pay for. Do something. we have to? Do we have to call the score? I mean, literally, we have to call the score. Do we have to name the scorers, or do we just call the score, or is it win or lose? Just, I, just call I, the score. I mean, we we could do the, the score, uh, the goal scorer as a tiebreaker, just in case. Ooh, oh. first goal, first goal scored by. Yeah, first goal. Ooh. Yeah. So somebody's oh. gonna have to track all this. I, so I, um, I, I got this. Yeah, I'm oh. gonna be tracking that. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's got a spreadsheet sitting. He's yeah. typing away right now. He's got a yeah. spreadsheet open. I see uh, his little. He has his little visor, little green tint accountant hat. I, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got to put an Excel. Uh, so I, I even got the help. pen. I got the pen too. Actually, here. Actually, oh, okay. it'll actually be. I'm actually gonna go uh, and actually make have a, a paper. Doc. No, 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 dude. Make a Google Doc that way. <laughs> We yeah. should all see it. Okay, all right. Then I'll we can it all over. change it. Like, Transparency. Oh, oh Transparency. yeah. Transparency. Yeah. You know what? I think I'm be showing you guys like that okay. too. And and all I'm right. using a pen too, right? It, not all erasable. Right. It's not gonna all right, all right, erase all right, all right. anything too. So, so I'm gonna be like putting. I'm gonna be numbering one to thirty-four. First initial works great for all of us because we all have a different first initial. Mm-hmm. And okay. That's that's what we'll do and. And we'll we'll be telling these up as the season goes, by the way. So we're not doing math at the end. And, and we're giving everyone like a progress report on it, too. Of course, bragging rights, right? If you get it right, you get the whole week to brag or half a week if it, there's a midweek game. But 3-1 Emil Quayle. Sharon picks Republic to win. 3-1 Emil Quayle. Mm, I am going to go 2-1. And first one to score... No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Jack Gurr. <laughs> oh, that's gonna get ready with shot. the you know wow. the song playing already. Yeah. <laughs> All right, throw down. Um, I know you're gonna pick Roro Luis. I just know you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you you read my mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna actually go with a three-two. We're gonna see the same result, and Roro okay. scores the first one. Okay. So and- I'm. Okay. Let it be known that we're actually saying Republic wins for these three. All three right? of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just the, in yeah, case Republic we end up losing, you know, it's not it's not a double result, right? You either yeah. Republic won or yeah. <laughs> so again, just to recap, Sharon 3-1 Cuello, Jared 2-1 Gurr, and I say 3-2 Roro. So We'll see. We'll see. We'll who, see. Who Watch. Up. It'll be Luis Felipe or or <laughs> or something just like so unexpected, like off a corner kick. And and it'll be Connor Donovan. You know, it's like Connor Donovan. <laughs> really? <laughs> we did. Or Dan Casey or somebody like that. It's like, no, you guys, come on. Don't ruin it for us. You know, we needed that tiebreaker or something. That'd be so funny. Okay. This will be fun. This will be a really fun exercise all season long. I'm loving it. This is great. You know what? Also, I'm thinking since we all kind of pick different ones, and even if we pick a same first goal score for future games, we should have that be a bonus point. If you don't get the score, if you don't get the score line right, all right, you didn't get a point. But if you get the first score, we'll give you a bonus point. That way we can have a little bit more points to, Dude, to share. You realize if you pick 
uh, Roro every single match, you'll probably end up winning the bonus <laughs> point because <laughs> you know it's going to happen. He's going to he's going to end up scoring always like a first goal a lot because look what he did in preseason. Um, you know, look what look what he did elsewhere. Ah. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. And then, of course, yeah. his last his last game in Chandler, too. But that was because of the uh, the broadcast folks, which once again, uh, here in in Phoenix, uh, Rising FC have dropped the uh, free to air uh, partner of uh, CW61 to air all their games. Now they're moving them over to the uh, Valley Sports Arizona network, which is oh. kind of like how how Sacramento has NBC Sports California. So at least 32 games are moving over there. And fans are already complaining about, about ah. the move. And I don't blame them. Yeah. Uh, boo. That's why I'm so glad that Fox 40 is our new broadcast partner. So yep. the fact that the fact that they're going to have it free over the air on their website, through their app. And as Fox 40, uh, someone from Fox 40 stated to me, no geo blocking. So that means we should be able to see it here in Arizona. So fingers crossed. So. I'm going to be missing uh, two or three games. I don't know if it's a, maybe just, two, I forget. I'm cause I'm traveling. Um, I'll check the April. calendar for you. I, I got those dates uh, locked out here. Yeah. So, 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 but there, there is an opportunity for me to watch games. As long as I have Wi-Fi. Um, I can, I can watch some, some of the games. Thank you. Fox 40. Yeah, you might be missing two or three games. Two or three. You come back on a day when there's a game at like 10 a.m. So you might be missing that one too. But yeah. Well, okay. So the day I come back is the day that it's the New York Red Bulls. Yeah. And when Jared's over there. Yeah. And so if my, I was going to say, if my flight comes in soon enough, (laughs) no, I don't think I could make it. It's like, do I just instead fly into, you know, LaGuardia or Newark or whatever and, <laughs> and taking a Red Bulls match and then go home? Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. We might be New- seeing Jared and Sharon at New uh, York. We'd New be Jersey. closer. Yeah, I no? don't think the flight comes in early enough. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think I gain that much time, you know, because I – oh, well. It's okay. Yeah. If anything, you could just pay for the Wi-Fi over the plane and just watch it if they offer Wi-Fi. And, yeah, uh, catch yeah a lot of them do. A lot of them do. So that'll be interesting. I'll keep you posted. It'll, so I won't. hopefully won't miss a beat. Cool. Well, we're really excited. I know you're going to be carrying some stickers. The scarf is also going to be on its way over there too as well. So yeah, great. We're going to be in Europe. The podcast yep. is. So. Podcast is going to roll to Europe. And possibly a live show as well, right? From your tone, as you might. Wouldn't that be a blast? Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so that would okay. be a blast. Be on the lookout. Well, you might, you might yeah. be broadcasting live from the UK. So how awesome is that? <laughs> yep. Cool. Well, um, Sharon, Jared, any last words before we close it out tonight? I'm good. I think it's been great. I loved yesterday, uh, which was Saturday, because today is Sunday. And it's good to be back on the pod and actually talking game with, with you guys, you know, games, breaking it down, a little fan analysis. We, we've had our appetizers. Now it's time to move on to the main course starting this Saturday. I mean, the season is finally here. Let's get the season going. 
let's go into full on game mode here with, with the podcast. I mean, just like it used to be uh, last year, the off season is off. It's done. <laughs> it's in the books. Let's get it in. That's right. Awesome. And go Republic, <laughs> get your tickets. Come on guys. Let's, let's uh, go support this team. And for you players that tune in and never listen to us, if you've made it all the way to the end of this podcast, thank you very much. And uh, if you, if you need a special shout out, slide into our DMS and, and, you know, we'll sh- give you a shout out as well. If you need, uh, if you have somebody uh, special in your life that has a birthday, we're, we'll jump on that. We'll do that for you. Awesome. I, I'm glad that you mentioned that too. Sh- shout out to all the players who uh, we shared the podcast with, right? We gave out some podcast stickers and they were asking us like, what platforms are you on? And some of them saying like, Hey, I'm going to actually listen to it. Like, it's really awesome that you guys are doing that. And one of them, I can't recall who it was. Like I gave a sticker to, and they were like, I'm putting this in my car. I don't know who it was. It was again, I, I forgot, but I thought that was really cool. Like it just threw me out. I was like, Oh, well, great. Thank you. Um, so r- really, really cool stuff to see that we have support. And I, I know you mentioned Sharon, Danny V gave you a comment. Like yeah, I heard you guys too. And he's a new guy too. So shout out so, to him. For- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's funny is I think, I think if you tag them, they like to hear, you know, they like to hear our analysis. There's no other, okay. There's no other podcast out there right now. I mean, there's articles that are written in the B and, you know, there's different like big media coverage, that kind of a thing, but nobody goes into the detail and depth from the fans perspective other than us right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would welcome a lot of anybody else who wants to do a podcast about, you know, Sac Republic and soccer and central Valley, the more the merrier growing the sport, getting it out there. But, you know, to, to if when, when we tag a guy or tag a, a player or a staff person, because we've talked about them, you know, I think fair enough. We usually are very, very clear, very fair about what we say and um, good, bad, or indifferent. We love you no matter what. So players, if you hear anything from us, like Jack, sorry, I was like calling out the flopping and, you know, Douglas, I was, uh, I know it wasn't really a flop. We heard the kick. We heard you get kicked a couple of times, but, um, you know, and, and, and Douglas, you know, we call, I called you out because, you know, we had some players last season that didn't get back and work on the defensive side of the ball, even though they were a striker. Um, we still love you. We expect good things from you and we just absolutely adore watching you play and we, we love growing the game. So there's that. Awesome. Well, I, I can't close it out without saying that next week on our next recording, be on the lookout. There's an old segment that we had during last season. It's going to be back. We're super excited. Jared's already, I know, really excited about it too. And that is his USL Unsolved Mysteries. So that music's going to be back. I'm really excited to be able to put it back on the podcast and for Jared to give us some mysteries because there's going to be quite a few of them as, as we saw last year. So, Yeah, I'll definitely be stooping around the USL Championship League to, to find some something going on, especially the Western Conference, because there's always going to be something that, that's uh, going to raise questions, I'm sure. We love unsolved mysteries. And if you have ideas, anybody has ideas, either DM us or drop it in uh, on Facebook or let us know. And if, uh, yeah, here we go. Onwards and upwards. Thank you, Luis. Yeah. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Jared, for jumping on here. Uh, It's it's been really awesome. Again, we're really looking forward to this Saturday at 7 p.m. 
against El Paso. It's going to be really great. And, and we're really looking forward to also hearing from anyone who wants to say hi to us. We'll all have free podcast stickers. We got a new order of them too. So if you see us, let us know. Give me my free podcast sticker and, and we got you. We'll give you a couple. Um, so just uh, be on the lookout for us out there. But with that being said, everyone, thank you for all your support that you give to us every week on this podcast. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next week here on State of the Republic podcast. Cue the music. Well, we say a lot of funny things when we're not recording. So we thought let's might as well just start recording already. So in case we say anything, it's already recorded. <laughs> yeah, and I just woke up from a nap and I was like out like a light. So I can't guarantee anything right now that comes out of my mouth. Oh, I know the, I know the feeling. I mean, I was the same way after I, I finally had four out of the five of my uh, four and twenties earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that that was just a, a early birthday present. I mean, I, it was just next door in uh, Tolleson. You know, the a pilot. Uh, it's basically like a tr- one of those big old truck stops. And at first, I was thinking, wait, I guess this one doesn't have it. I have to go over to Sixth Seventh Avenue. But then. I went to the hot food section and there they were just sitting in a row. So I had to take all five of them home. <laughs> Little puppies just begging to be somebody to take them. All right. Well, uh, I'll fact check you. I think if there's anything that you say, then I'm like, wait, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> you say that we won 4 nil. We should have won 4 nil, but we, we didn't. So. Rafa. Rafa got a goal. I mean, not Rafa. Robo. These are words. Stop it. <laughs> Can we, like, go back and cut all that out? Yeah. Because I'm still... Okay. It'll <sighs> get cut out and put words sometimes. <sighs> it usually my, goes. My brain, I tell you what, taking a nap before you're supposed to go to bed and then trying to wake up and be human, I'm. my brain is already... I should still be asleep at this point. Um, anyhow, yeah, no, Roche. Z- Zeko is, he's got such a good command of the ball. Or, or, or so- Ke- Ke- Keko. Keko.